We back. We back, we back, we back. <clears throat> so, we are, you know, really getting this podcast going. And um, it's really cool to, like, now get people that when I meet them or see them or interact with them, they're giving me feedback on the podcast and telling me that they like this, they like that, or just, you know, giving me some, you know, words of affirmation. It's really nice. You know, it's really nice to be putting in this work and, you know, hear back from people. And, um, you know, I had a conversation with someone. It was real quick. It was like a interaction. You know, someone told me that they really enjoyed the podcast lately. And, you know, those little interactions, that's exactly what I do this for. It's the reason I'm continuously putting out episodes and trying to make sure that the quality of the content is, you know, maintaining, if not getting better. So it's really nice to hear that, you know, and, you know, I told her the same thing that I tell everybody that, you know, gives me any words of encouragement. Like, I'm so thankful you think that, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this as much as I can. And if people don't, you know, like it, and that's fine. If they do, that's even better. But, you know, I do this mainly for me. And the people that it helps, it's it's for them too. But I guess it's like a video journal for me. And it's been really nice. I've been really enjoying it. You know, trying to figure out how to edit and, you know, different ways to get that done has been a bit of a struggle. But we get it done regardless. So, you know, we keep this train rolling. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to stay as on top of everything as I can. You know, every week trying to get different, uh, I guess you could say analytics for each episode. Um, the last episode didn't do too well. That's fine. You know, like I said, I don't do it for the, like the, views or anything like that. I do it for the people that, you know, actually enjoy it. And, you know, even though a lot of people didn't listen to it as they did the previous one, you know, I still got some good feedback and that's exactly why I do this. So I'm going to keep doing it and keep trying to encourage people and trying to help anybody that I can, no matter what. So today's episode, I've gotten a lot of questions about it and, you know, I have a lot of a lot of experience with it. Uh, we're going to talk about anxiety and how how to deal with it, how I personally deal with it. I know a lot of people have different ways of dealing with anxiety and how to figure out the best way for them, you know, and a lot of people still struggle with it on a day-to-day basis and they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to live their life along with their anxiety. And most of the time, you have to. Like, anxiety doesn't just go away. A lot of mental illness and, you know, certain mental struggles, they're with you for life. At some capacity or another, they're with you. And for me, you know, I deal with depression still. I still deal with anxiety. It's not every day, but I still deal with it. And... You know, sometimes when you feel like that anxious feeling coming on, you feel like an anxiety attack is about to hit. Like, what do you do for it? You know, I get a lot of questions about what I do for it. And I've been open about my anxiety and my mental health struggles before. You know, I've posted about it on Instagram and 
I've like briefly talked about it on this podcast, but people still want to know. So that's exactly what this episode is going to be focused on. Anxiety. You know, it's a feeling that a lot of us get when we're nervous about something, when we're worried. Sometimes even it's a good thing. Like you could be excited about something and you're getting anxious. You're feeling that that level of unease. Your heart rate is up. Your, your head is spinning. You just feel like you can't keep, keep your feet on the ground. And for me, I've dealt with it for a long time. Uh, you know, obviously becoming a dad, your life gets thrown for a loop overnight. And a lot of anxiety comes from that. You know, I've dealt with it from that point of view and perspective. But, you know, dealing with it over the past couple of years, it hasn't been easy. I don't tell anybody that it's easy and it can't be fixed overnight. It's not something that people should expect to get fixed, let alone expect to get rid of. Um, once you have anxiety about something, you are more able to recognize that you're having it about other things. So I've had anxiety, you know, waking up in the morning, figuring out like, man, how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to pay all my bills? How am I going to figure out how to do this and do that and still be able to do this and do that and the third? And you get overwhelmed. A lot of the times being overwhelmed is a huge component of anxiety. It's a huge factor and figuring out the best way to understand your anxiety and figuring out the best way to cope with everything, it's, it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand and trying to figure out exactly what the best way to do it is, it's not easy. It's really not. And whether we like it or not, it's going to be something that we deal with if you have it. For me, I've gotten anxiety attacks about um, job interviews, about certain things like, I guess you could say like when my kids, when my kids started to get older, you know, they started to do different things like start school. I got anxiety about that because you don't have control. You don't have control over the situation of how they're going to enjoy it, how they're going to be treated and how they're going to even just react to all the stimulus. I feel like for me, I get a lot of anxiety from things that I can't control. Not being in control is not something that I look for all the time, but it, when I feel like I'm out of control, like extremely out of control, it's, it's something that throws me for a loop and sends me down an anxious path. And one of the ways that I deal with anxiety, at least now, um, you know, I talk it out to myself verbally. You know, a lot of people say you should talk to someone and you should, you know, open up about, you know, how you're feeling and vent, let out your emotions and your feelings. And that's great. But not everyone has the ability to just stop what they're doing, go talk to somebody and work them work the situation out, let alone the person that they're talking to can help them work things out because everyone has their own lives. Everyone has their own schedules. Everyone has their own, you know, responsibilities that they have to take care of. So unless you're talking to a therapist that is designated and delegated to that specific topic and your specific case it's not easy it's it's not easy to just say oh yeah just talk to somebody about it you'll be you'll be okay you'll feel better you know coming from personal experience and i i don't 
you know, I like talking to certain people and I have talked to a therapist before, but doesn't mean it's what everyone can get to or what everyone needs. You know, most of the time I just talk to myself, you know, whether it be in the car, driving to work or driving somewhere. I, you know, I, I drive a lot. I like to drive. Playing certain music helps. Playing music that gets you in the right state of mind. It doesn't have to be happy music. It doesn't have to be, you know, like get yourself in the right state of like get get yourself pumped. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be motivational. It has to be music or something that works for you and puts you in the state of mind where you feel like you're back to being at least on a level ground. And for me, like I listen to a lot of different music. I have a very eclectic taste in what I listen to, what I enjoy, what moods I'm in. But, you know, when I'm feeling anxious, I don't want to listen to like, like aggressive music. I don't want to listen to anything that like puts me in like a pumped up state of mind. Like, I don't need that. I don't want to feel like I'm even more out of control with like feeling my heart rate still going up and all that. Like if I have, if I'm having anxiety attack, I want to just kind of relax. I want to feel like I'm able to be grounded and acknowledge the situation at hand. And if not, then I have to, I have to figure out another way to do it. Sometimes music doesn't help. There'll be days where I'm feeling anxious and I'll get in the car and I'll play certain music. I'm just like, man, I can't, I can't shake this. I can't, I can't get out of this state of mind that I'm in. And that's when, you know, I start running. I personally started running to help with a lot of things that I was dealing with mentally. I started running back in April of last year, right when quarantine hit. And I did it, as funny as it is to say, I did it to like run away from my problems. You know, I, I had, I've always worked out, you know, I've been working out for, it's going to be 11 years now, 10 years. And fitness has always been a part of my life. So I don't use like the gym as like therapy. I know a lot of people use it as like, oh, the gym is my therapist. That's great. That's awesome. For me, it's my job. So fitness doesn't always work for my own mental fortitude. It doesn't help with just being able to separate myself for the time being and feel better. It has in the past and it does work from time to time, like just getting into the into the groove of a workout and just feeling mentally mentally just like separate. Like you were feeling anxious when you walked in and now that you're finished with your workout, you just feel more at ease because you were able to release those those endorphins and you know your serotonin level is higher and your cortisol levels are lower even for the time being. It's that that brief break from feeling overwhelmed and anxious. And that's great. But for me, something that's consistently helped because working out sometimes some days it's just like I can't I can't even get in the right groove when I'm working out because I'm so anxious. So what I do or what I do now is I run. You know, I try to make sure that I set enough time that if I am feeling extremely anxious, I have enough time to just run as long as I need to, as as hard as I need to, or as far as I need to. And, you know, at least for me, I'm a, I'm an avid runner now. So like I set goals for days. Like I know certain days I'm going to be a big run. Like I have 10 to 15 miles ahead of me. And like, I have to kind of know in that, that time frame, it's, it's focused on that. Granted, your mind will still be, you know, whirling through everything that you're thinking about and you won't be able to fully separate your thoughts completely from, 
you know what you're going through but it'll be like a like a a mental break somewhat you know you're thinking of oh man am i is my breathing okay am i tired do i need more water um how much further do i have what my pace is at things like that help me because although i am going to be thinking the entire run and i'm listening to music the entire run it doesn't doesn't take it away for me it allows me to set a goal for myself and think okay i need to get through this whatever i'm going through it's it's gonna be fine because i got to get through this and knowing that what i'm going through is temporary most of the time this run's gonna help me realize that because as much pain as i'm feeling during the run as sore as i am as exhausted or as tired and physically drained that I am from running every day like it's only going to be for that time as soon as I'm done with the run it's done I feel okay I'm, I'm glad I finished it and it's the same thing with your anxiety like whatever you're anxious about you just have to get to it once you get to that situation or whatever you're feeling anxious about you're gonna feel better because you were able to get to that situation you were able to you know openly feel like okay I made it here, I got through it. What was I feeling so weird about? Like it's done now, it's brief. And I think that's where a lot of anxiety comes from. You don't know when it's gonna be over. You don't know when it's gonna get fixed or if it's gonna get fixed and it's it's fine. You don't have all the answers. We don't all have the, the answers to everything that we wanna hear. That's part of life. That's also the beauty of life. Figuring things out every day, figuring things out on the fly. You know, going to a personal topic, my mom, you know, she she deals with a lot of things too. You know, she's single mom. You know, we we own our house now and it's tough, you know, doing things that we need to do and only having two incomes. It's it's not easy. But, you know, she deals with her own anxiety and she deals with her own issues on her own side of things. And, you know, she'll talk to me about it because she knows, like, I'm, I'm all she's got, just like she's all I've got. But she requires someone to talk to. Like, that's something that she needs. So I'm there for her. And the big thing that I always tell her is when she's feeling overwhelmed or sad or anxious or anything, it's don't worry about things that you can't control in that moment. Like you're, if you're anxious about something that's going to come in a week or two or in a month, why are you stressing out about it now? Uh, if you have to prepare for it, prepare for it. Do it now. That way, once you get to it, you're not as stressed. You're not as anxious because you know, okay, I'm, I'm ready for this situation. But don't worry about the situation as a whole if you're not even there yet. You have a long time until that day or whatever that situation is going to be. So why take energy out of every single day and the tasks that you need to take care of every single day and put into something that isn't even in the the isn't even in sight of your of your life right now and you know i do my best to practice that too but it's not easy i haven't really dealt with a lot of anxiety lately thankfully knock on wood but you know, when I have in the past, I, I used to worry about things that I wasn't there for yet, that I wasn't like, I haven't, I hadn't even crossed that bridge yet. I haven't even gotten close to that bridge yet. And I'm already here freaking out and 
worrying and having panic attacks and anxiety attacks for what? You know, I've grown enough now to know, like, why, why was I worried about it? A lot of the things that you have anxiety about right now, you're going to look back in a couple years or even a few months, weeks even, and be like, damn, like, I was really stressed out about that. And now I'm still here. I'm still, you know, still keeping on. That's how life works. And for me, thankfully, like I said, I haven't dealt with it a lot, but you know, depression still hits. Depression still plays a big role in in my life. And I do my best to cope with it as best as I can. You know, especially being, you know, a father of, you know, very observant young girls. They see my mood change and they see if I'm unhappy or if I'm sad and they ask me if they see it. And they're at that age now where I can't lie. But thankfully when I'm with them, I don't feel as sad as I did when I wasn't with them. You know, a lot of things in my life have changed over the past couple years and it's made me sad because I feel like I had missed out on a lot of things. And I have. In reality, I have missed out on a lot. I see a lot of people my age or people that I grew up with doing certain things that I'm like, I wish I could have done that. I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. Like one thing I always told myself I wanted to do, I, I wanted to travel. I wanted to travel a lot. I always loved doing it when I was younger, but you know, once you become a parent and a, you know, at least a supportive father, unlike a lot of people out here and even unlike my dad, you have to put your responsive or your desires in the back burner. They have to take a back seat. They have to. Because if you're not taking care of your priorities, your kids basically, like, you're failing. So I had to put all my desires and everything I wanted to do, I had to put all that, you know, on like layaway. And it sucked. It sucked because I see all these people going on these trips and having a great time and doing this and doing that and looking so happy. And it's funny because in the moment, I would be so like jealous almost. Like, why can't I be doing that? But then I look at my kids and I'm just like, that's why. Because I get to see them happy every day. That's my trip is seeing them grow every single day and going through life with them. And that's part of where my growth has come from. And my depression has changed a lot because of that, because I see how much they've changed and I see how much they've grown. And I think like, man, there's so much to be thankful for that. Why am I, why was I sad before? Why was I like depressed? Why was I feeling this way over something that, that was, right in front of me there's things to be thankful for right in front of you and most people don't even look at it most people look at the bad they're a glasses half empty type of person rather than a glasses half full I personally like to just be appreciative that I have water in my cup you know a lot of people don't have the opportunity to you know it's it's tough to live your life every day and think like there's so much to be sad about 
whether you're not in the right job you want to be in or things in your life aren't going the way they should be going but you're alive you're here today able to acknowledge that able to feel what you're feeling friends and family who aren't here anymore don't have that opportunity I, I heard a story the other day about a family friend who because of depression killed himself you know and it sucks it sucks to hear that and regardless if you knew the person or not it sucks to know that they are no longer on this earth because of a feeling of sadness and you can't change how they felt they can't change how they felt anymore and you know a lot of people say you have to check on your loved ones and make sure the people you care about are okay and you do you do but always check on yourself as well don't neglect your own personal feelings you know most of the time when I hear about it because I've had other friends actual friends of mine that have committed suicide because of depression and that was just because they were so worried about other things it's not that, that nobody checked in on them they were just worried about checking in on other people or taking care of other people more so than anything checking up on people you just have to make sure that you're always appreciative of life in general and making sure people are appreciative of life is a big thing too any interaction you have with somebody should be regardless how you feel about a certain person should be a positive one you could have hate in your heart towards someone you could despise someone you could genuinely hate someone and if if you feel that that strongly about someone i'm i'm so sorry because hate is it's a terrible terrible feeling an emotion to feel for someone it takes a lot of energy to hate somebody but if you do for whatever reason if you ever have an interaction with that person at least make sure it's positive to some extent it doesn't have to be physically interacting with them I would think not even interacting with them in general would be a positive one because you're saving yourself energy you're saving them energy and you don't know what that person could be going through on the outside either you know going back to my own situation with this type of thing like I used to hate my dad for what he did as well as my stepdad for what he did I hated those two those two dudes I just I had a lot of hate in my heart towards those individuals. You know, and now as a father myself, I think about what my kids would feel like if they knew that their dad hated somebody and spent energy on a negative feeling towards another individual, let alone two. When I'm the one telling them that they should always treat people with respect they should always be nice to everybody so I grew up I grew up and accepted the fact that what they did wasn't because of me it was because of themselves 
and I can't change what happened already. I have to just learn how to move on. And the feelings that I had for those individuals were so strong at the time that I never thought I would not hate them. But fast forward to a few years after, like right now, I don't hate those people. If I saw them in person, I'm not gonna go up to them and hug them and tell them I love them, but I'm not gonna bash them, I'm not gonna harm them mentally or physically. I'm just gonna let it be. Because I wanna know that at the end of the day, I did the right thing. I made the right decision in not letting what they did change who I am and change how I was raised because I was raised better than that. I was given more knowledge than that to just be spiteful and to have hate in my heart. So for me, the dynamic change in my own life helped change my mental state. Learning to accept little things here and there slowly start to domino effect into overall feelings. You know, if you have any hate in your heart and you start to accept those things and forgive and move on, you start to wake up little by little less hateful and with more thankfulness for the fact that you are able to still keep going despite what's been done to you. It's a big, big, big thing I've learned. And it's personally helped me with my situation. You know, I'm very thankful for the life that I live and I have a lot of reason to be thankful for the life I live. But just like anything else, I have a lot of things that I could be super, super spiteful for. I, I, there's so many things in my life that I could be just a hateful person because of. I mean, a lot of things in my life have transpired where I could just be the worst individual on the face of the earth. But I choose not to. I choose not to be because I know I would be wasting my life doing that and feeling that way. And I would be a, a horrible role model for my kids if they knew that that's what I was doing. So to combat that, I turn the other cheek. I don't let people disrespect me in any way. But I don't let it carry, I don't carry it in my heart. I just accept it in that moment and I move on. And it bothers me sometimes that I do that because it's not, it's not how I usually deal with things. I like to deal with things in the moment and figure out how to resolved a conflict, but it's not always the way to do it. And that comes with growth. That comes with the growth that I've made over the years and it hasn't been it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been overnight for sure. And that's what I tell people when they deal with anxiety and they deal with depression and they want to know how to deal with it. They want to know how to fix it, how to feel better. I just tell them you have to work on it. You're never gonna feel better if you never start working on it. If you just expect yourself to feel better one day, it's never gonna come. It's just not. 
So certain ways that you can deal with depression or anxiety or anything like that is if you like to physically write things down, journal. If you like to talk things out, find someone to talk to. If you have nobody to talk to, talk to yourself. Verbalize things. Put things out into the universe and make things some, make something a tangible thing you can hear and you can say. And I guarantee you'll feel so much better than just leaving in, leaving it in and just trying to figure it out. Because ultimately at the end of the day, Putting things out there, whether it be on paper or through your words, it makes a huge difference in how you feel afterwards. You know, whenever I feel sad, even there are days where I just I'm I'm just sad. I'm just sad. And you sometimes it doesn't even have to have a, a reason. You're just you're just feeling sad. That's depression. Talk about why you're feeling sad, like I hate that I'm this or that I'm that or that I'm not getting this or that I'm not getting that you don't have to necessarily go out and change that in that moment but talking about it is going to help yourself feel like okay I know what the problem is I know what I'm dealing with and I know what has to change the next step is how can I get toward that change how can I move toward fixing how I'm feeling not all together but step by step So if you're unhappy at work, figure out why. Are you getting underpaid? Go talk to your boss. If you're being treated poorly by someone, go talk to that person or go talk to a a supervisor and see see what you can do to fix it. At home, if you're having poor relationships with people that you live with, whether it be your roommates, your family, anything, talk about it. Talk about why you're feeling that with that person even. Let them know that you're not you're not happy that you you don't feel good in the situation that you're in and i promise you regardless of their reaction or how they treat the situation you're going to feel better about it because you finally let it out you finally said what you wanted to say you said what was on your heart and it's it's out there now it's it's just words now And I promise you, more times than not, verbalizing it is going to be better. It's going to be the best thing you could possibly do because it's going to either force change or it's going to make someone wake up and realize, oh, damn, like whatever's going on isn't isn't healthy for either person. And if nothing changes, remove yourself as hard as it is. Remove yourself from the situation. Would you rather be stuck at a job where you're unhappy and you hate yourself and you hate people you work with than just find something new? Regardless of what it is, you could be taking a pay cut. You could be, would you rather take a pay cut or waste your life? Money's always going to come back. You're never going to get your life back. You're never going to get the time that you spent back. So if a situation is making you unhappy or making you feel anxious, do whatever you can to handle it step by step. 
whatever necessary actions need to be done, take care of it. Don't allow yourself to spend another day wondering why you're feeling this way or wondering how you can feel better or wondering what can I do? Just go talk about it. Go figure out the best method with the person that is either causing you the situ- the, the the sensation of anxiety or anything like that. You know, a lot of the times too, people deal with school and anxiety with with school and how they're going to finish or how they're going to handle the workload, like trying to understand how do I make time to work on top of study, on top of passing these classes and going to school. Do you talk about it or do you just wonder? Set out a plan. Plan out each day. Whatever your your routine is, whatever your schedule is, plan it out every single day. In the morning I wake up, gonna have coffee. If you have to be at work, go to work. Or if you have to be in class, get to class. Finish class. If you have to go to work immediately after, go to work immediately after. If you have to do homework after, do homework after. Put your life into easily achievable goals every single day. And the more you're able to check off those goals every single day or those tasks every single day, you're gonna realize that your anxiety is gonna drop immensely. You're gonna feel like, wow, I was able to get done with more than I even thought I could because I was so worried about this thing when I was in the middle of this. Like I was worried about homework while I was still at school and I hadn't even gone to work yet. You gotta deal with things one thing at a time or else you will overwhelm yourself and you will cause a lot of anxiety. You know, for me, work is, I wouldn't say it's going to cause me anxiety as much as like figuring out what my next move is. Like, how am I going to better myself? How am I going to further myself in my career? And I have a lot of ability to, but am I putting it into action? No. Why not? because I'm worried about something else? Do I not have the tools to achieve what I need to achieve yet? If I do, then what's stopping me? Once you identify those things, then you can achieve those things. You can start to check off those boxes. You know, for me, I wanna not only be the personal trainer that I am, but I wanna expand my business to be a massage therapist again and start working that part of my business as well. Why haven't I done that? I don't have a table. I don't have a massage table like I did before. So what's the next thing to do? Get a table. That way, once I start promoting it, I'm not like scheduling clients and being like, oh, I have to still get my table. No, I'm ready. You want to do it today? Let's go today. That's all part of it. It's all part of trying to comprehend your entire life is figuring out what needs to be done next. Not what needs to be done in 10 days or in the future. What's next? You know, you take things one one task at a time, one moment at a time, it's gonna be a lot less stressful. You know, and 
the dealing with anxiety also goes with depression. Also goes with handling your depression. What do you feel like is causing you depression? Is it something that's happened in the past that you just can't seem to shake? Is your life situation causing you to feel sad, causing you to feel overwhelmed and just like you can't breathe? What needs to change? If nothing needs to change and you've talked to a therapist and you're, you know, I know some people that are on medication, antidepressants, are you being proactive with those antidepressants? Are you doing things while you're on them to help boost your mood? Or are you just taking them just to feel numb? You know, I've dealt with people who have anxiety and who have clinical depression and most of the time they wanna say that their medication just makes them feel horrible and wants to just, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make them motivated to do anything, it just kinda of makes them feel numb. Why are you on the medication then? There's plenty out there. Talk to your therapist about getting you on something that it's not going to zap your energy. At least something that's going to help you just continue to just be productive. And if you're able to still be productive, figure out how to be proactive with your depression. You know, I've I've had to talk people out of you know, overdosing on their depressive medication because it's just like, I'm so tired of feeling sad. I want to see if this can just go away forever and they're just going to take your medication just just to take it. And it's like, you're going to hurt yourself eventually because you're not going to know the difference between reality and the same feeling that you're on with your medication. And most of the time, yeah, they're afraid of their reality because their reality at the time was depressed, was sad, was suicidal, whatever it may be, that's what they thought that their reality was. And this, these medications change that for them. But it also doesn't help them, if that makes the difference. I feel like that's where a lot of people have a misconception about medication is, is it going to help you? Or is it just going to kind of put a bandaid on the situation and be like, oh, well, I feel okay right now. But are you getting help? Are you, is it actually benefiting you in any way rather than just in that moment if not then why are you why are you doing that why aren't why aren't you trying to better yourself and actually make yourself feel better in the long run i personally am one to i don't want to say focus on things that are more depressive in my life because I feel like there's not many but like I know what they are I know what things are in my life that could cause depression and for me a lot of the times it's just been been from being on my own you know I don't have my kids every day so like the times that I'm not with them it's tough it's tough being by myself the type of personality that I have and the type of person that I am and the, that I was raised to be it's I like being around people. I like sharing moments with people and I like feeling the energy of others that I can feed off of and that I can feed into. I I need that in my life and for the longest time I haven't had that. And yeah, quarantine didn't help. 
quarantine didn't help with that at all because obviously it shut a lot of things down for us. It shut life down for us. A lot of interactions with people have basically been cut off because of that. But did I let it beat me? No, I tried to do whatever I could to fix that. Hence the running, hence the starting the podcast. Even though it was towards the end of quarantine, it's it's still something that I wanted to do. It's it's. I didn't just sulk. I didn't just sit in that emotion of feeling like I can't get out of this situation, that I can never feel better. You know, I've been done wrong a lot in my life by a lot of people. But every day I think that I'm stronger because of it. And I am. I feel stronger because of it. And you know, as much as I hate being alone, I've learned a lot about myself being alone every day. And being alone more often, I should say. Because ultimately, it's taught me to not only be not only be thankful for the life that I have and the life that I'm able to live every single day, it's shown me that I don't need, I don't need to be reliant on some people. Yes, what I, it's what I want, it's what I, it's what I desire, and it's what my body craves, but I know how to cope with that a lot more now. I don't feel sad now when I'm not surrounded by people, and at times I do. I just told somebody this last night, like, I felt like my battery, and it still does kind of feel like, I feel like my battery has just kind of run out. I feel like my emotional energy is just drained. And it's because I haven't really been able to share my emotions with someone and share my 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 personality with, with someone. You know, I'm a very affectionate person and I show it a lot, but I haven't been able to. And it's kind of worn down on me because I feel like I'm not being useful. I know it might be superficial and I know it might not be a reality for a lot of people, but it's what I feel. And I feel like for me, being able to share my feelings with someone and be able to share my energy with someone is something that I I really do well off of. I really do well with. And when I'm able to do that, I know I'm a better person for it. And I know I feel better every day because of it. And when I don't, it's when I slowly start to creep into that same consistent, like, depressive state where I just feel like, dude, nothing I can do is is making a difference, is helping anybody. I'm not able to share love with somebody. Yeah, I have my kids, I know. Yeah, it's different. Like I say every time, it's different. You know, it's, it's still a learning process every day. And... I'm never going to give up on that 
the efforts to try to just continue to be better with myself and be happy with who I am. I'm never going to stop doing that, but the more I, I accept it and the more I'm able to talk about it, the better I feel about it. Because before I would have never said that. I would have never been able to tell somebody that I am, I need somebody to give my affection to. I would have felt like that's just, you're, you're trying too hard, dude. You're, don't put yourself out like that. But now I just don't care. I feel what I feel and I'm going to let it be known because that's who I am. Everyone requires certain things or desires different things, but I, that's, that's for me. That's the beauty of, of, of being an individual. You have your own thoughts and feelings. You have your own emotions. You have your own... You have your own mind to, to say whatever you want. No one can prevent you from wanting what you want. Because ultimately, you're the only person that knows what you want. And as long as you're able to acknowledge that, you're winning. That same tip should be used for anything. If you're dealing with daily anxiety, what do you want to get out of the day? Do you want to just make it by or do you want to be productive? Do you want to be, do you want to be happy? Do what makes you happy. You know, if you wake up with anxiety one day and you don't know why, figure out what you want to do that day. For me, when I wake up with anxiety, I just know I need to get my routine started. I need to get up, have some coffee, brush my teeth, wash my face, stretch if I need to stretch, um, make sure everything I have for the day is in order. And then I go, I go through task by task. And little by little, that anxiety goes away. Once every task is completed, got a client done, got my workout done, got my run done, got my first meal in, and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And next thing you know, it's the end of the day, and I'm like, whoa, that day flew by. What was I feeling in the morning again? And if it happens again in the morning, just do it again. But again, like I said, you can't get rid of your anxiety. You can't just separate yourself from it completely. It will... It will be there more than likely every day to some capacity. You may not even experience it, but it's still going to be there. As funny as it is, like, obviously I do these podcasts every week. I still get anxious whenever I'm about to film because I'm like, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Obviously, if I have a topic already set up, I'm like, how am I going to convey what I want to say as easily as possible without sounding dumb? But... At the end of the day, I just do it. You know, like I say, I take these one take. Whatever comes out of my mouth, comes out of my mouth. And the feedback has been good, so I'm figuring that I guess I have to continue doing that because nothing seems to be broken, so why fix it? But again, I deal with anxiety with it every day, every time. I film these on Wednesdays and I'm 
once I get home from my run and my work, I'm like, oh, damn, I got to get to this filming and I don't know how I'm going to do it, what I'm going to say. And then I worry about how is the editing going to go? How is the uploading going to go? How is the extraction of the audio for the Spotify listeners? Like, just handle one thing at a time, dude. Get your get the filming done first. Let what you want to be said or heard be said. Then take care of other things after that. And it's all about trial and error. So my biggest tip for anybody who's dealing with anxiety is identify what's causing it first. Figuring out why it's causing you that anxiety. And then slowly start making a checklist, whether it be mental or physical, how you're going to achieve whatever you need to achieve every day and how you're going to get closer to getting to whatever's causing you anxiety. If it's a scenario, if it's a situation that's happening on another day, like if you have a big interview coming up or something, like I said, it's something that's out of your control. Get to the things that are in your control in that moment first. Take control of what you can immediately and the rest will fall into play or place. And you're going to realize that as time goes on, as the days go by, like what you were anxious about before is like once you're taking care of things you need to take care of in the moment, you get to that day like without even realizing you're like, oh, damn, I'm already here. And I'm ready for it. It's not going to happen overnight. Like the first day you're not going to be like, I'm ready now. You're going to feel it over time. You just have to be patient. And yeah, patience is not easily achieved. Obviously, the the cliche is patience is a virtue. It's true. It's tough to be patient about things that you are worried about or excited about or anything. It's it's tough. But learning how to be patient is going to help you out in the long run in the sense of, again, not worrying about what you can't control and worrying about what you can. You know, it's... It's an everyday struggle. It's part of life. Every day that you are waking up, it's a job. Your job every day is to make sure you're happy. Make sure that you're doing what you need to be doing and what you want to be doing at some point or another. I think if you worry about that, you're going to realize how much easier life is. So stop worrying about what you can't control and start accomplishing what you can and making sure that no matter what task is in front of you, you're never going to be afraid of it. You're never going to shy away from, from struggle because growth doesn't come from a comfortable state. You're going to grow based on how you react and how you handle struggle. So your anxiety is just struggle and you will get through it little by little every day if you work on it. Can't expect it to do the work without any of your own personal effort. You know, no one's going to put food on your table other than yourself. No one's going to pay your bills other than you. I mean, unless you have like a sugar daddy or something or a sugar mama, good for you, man. But 
if you don't and you're self-sufficient, every day should be treated that way. So in closing, I want to just tell everybody that's dealing with anxiety or that's dealing with depression, talk about it, figure out what it is, address the situation at any way, shape or form, any capacity, address it, figure out how you can fix it and do that little by little every day. You know, if you need any help, I'm here. You can always reach me at any point in time. I've dealt with it myself and I'm still dealing with it today. I know you guys are going to be able to get through it just like I've gotten through it. Because if I can, anybody can. I'm no better than anybody else. We all bleed the same. So I treat it like that too. Just know that the next person is always going to deal with it too. As much as you may feel like your struggle and hard, hardship is almost unrelenting, just know you're not alone. We all have our struggles and we all are dealing with it our own way. And I think it'll help kind of put things into perspective more and it'll help you kind of realize like, I can get through this. I won't let it beat me. If you do that, I guarantee you're going to do so much better every day. Because ultimately, it's that's just what it is. It's just one day. It's just one day. And in, in a few years, you're going to realize whatever you're worried about in that moment, it's not even going to be an, a thought. I've done that recently where I realized like, wow, things that I was worried about five years ago now are, it's nothing. And the things that I'm dealing with now are not going to be anything in five years. But again, the reason I do that is because I take care of every day individually. And over time you get to those five years. Next thing you know, those five years have come and done come and gone and you're still kicking ass you're still doing life every day and that's what it's all about so once again if you have any issues with anxiety depression take it one day at a time one task at a time over time you will feel better and if you need to talk to someone reach out if you feel better talking about it to yourself or journaling to yourself do it don't hesitate don't worry about what anybody else is going to think if you need to see a therapist don't worry about what people are going to think about you going to a therapist who cares you live your life every day they don't live it for you just remember that so I appreciate you guys for listening to this one again kind of a different tone than we're used to but again we're growing too I'm growing every day 
I'm learning every day. I appreciate you guys for coming along with me every week. I think my plan is hopefully by like the 10th episode, I can bring my first guest on. That's kind of my goal. Um, I'm going to figure out who it can be in the coming weeks. And then by the time I film, film the 10th one and put it up, we will have someone else with us just to kind of add another dynamic, see how it goes. And then we'll go from there. You know, please keep sending me your topics of what you want to hear about. Anything, anything at all. If you guys just want like update on my life or certain stories that I may have, I can get into them too. Just let me know. Uh, you can write it in the comments. You can DM me on Instagram. You can email me anything. Just let me know what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. And uh, hopefully in the next one, we're going to continue to grow, you know, keep sharing this episodes and put the channel out there as much as you can. I really appreciate it. You know, really want to try to grow within the next couple months as best as I can and as fast as I can. And I can't do it alone. You guys have helped out a lot and I hope you guys can keep helping. So until then, until the next one, I look forward to seeing you guys then. I really hope that we're continuing to grow and continuing to feel better every day. And we're doing what we need to be doing that's going to help us be happy. And know that what you're doing every day is not it it shouldn't be a, a shouldn't be a struggle. As long as we learn from each mistake we're going to continue to do better. Just be nice to each other. Be positive as much as you can. Enjoy every situation that you're you're experiencing. Even if it's something negative, just know like it's it's only it's only momentary. You'll get through it. I promise you. I've been to some darkness before and we've made it out. I know you guys can too. And if you feel like you can't, just reach out. I promise. Someone will hear you. And if you feel like no one will, I will. I'll listen. I'll be here to, if you just want to vent. Anything. No one's ever alone. I want to make sure everyone knows that and everyone feels that. Because I felt alone before and I didn't have anybody. So I don't want anybody to feel that way. So if you enjoyed this video, please like it. Comment on it. If you aren't already subscribed to it, please subscribe. I'd appreciate it a lot. And share the video, man. Share the video with people. I know a lot of people deal with anxiety and they just don't want to talk about it or they've talked about it to you and they don't want to actually verbalize it. Share it to them. It could help. And if not, they heard the information and they're going to hopefully use it for something else or give it to someone else. It's a domino effect. 
just like the tasks that we do every day to make ourselves feel better. So I hope you guys feel better every single day. Thank you again. I will see you in the next one. I'm out.